Jonathan and Sharon. It is here, it's Jonathan and Sharon on a Wednesday afternoon. Welcome along to the program. Hey, we're doing well. We are. Oh, not that you asked. Not that you asked. Yeah. Things have been going well for but, us. But uh, we are feeling for Guy and Sam, yeah. two of our colleagues, uh, who are stuck inside a safe house, uh, all thanks to Burger King. And uh, if you can get them out of there, $5,000 if you're the first to knock on the door between the hours of 7 in the morning and 8 at night and say, is this the Edge safe house? Or if you can't get to the safe house, drop a pin at theedge.co.nz and you win fine grand as well. I know, they just finished their day show. Uh, boys, can you hear me now? We hadn't prepared this with him. No, no, maybe we should have. Yeah, In yeah. hindsight, I was yeah. like, I'll go live to them. We'll get a bit of a vibe, get a bit of a feeling how things are going today. And uh, this was clearly a horrible <laughs> broadcasting decision. <laughs> now, these are the one of the... I'll, I'll walk out of here tonight thinking to myself... I'm playing this moment in your head. Yeah, I've let down my friends, my family. Aotearoa, I apologise to you. Not a great start to the show. Bit shaky. <laughs> but we have got a lot of fun stuff coming up this afternoon. Uh, big news in the small town. We're going to be heading to the bottom of the South Island. Bluff. You'll never guess how much you can buy a house for in Bluff. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. The other day, uh, Jono, you were, you made me talk about this on the radio. Yeah. little thing I like to do because I'm um, just like I'm like that. It's a strange thing I do. I know it's strange, but I, I just do it. Every night uh, before he goes to bed, Ben does something. He wraps himself in glad wrap. <laughs> no, no, and asks to be spoken to <laughs> like a donkey. No, That's a very, Is that that one? No, it's not that one. Okay. Let's talk about that one another day. Okay. Not, not in the after-school run. <laughs> uh, well, no, what I do is I, I just I turn my phone on, on flight mode. I turn... I, sometimes I'll... No, when I get up, no, I'll turn the Wi-Fi off. So he turns off the Wi-Fi... Puts his phone on flight mode because you have a fear that the Wi-Fi oh, signal is doing stuff. Doing it's stuff. fighting stuff. It's in the atmosphere. It's doing this stuff. Is my problem. Like you're just saying stuff. It's, it's doing, like stuff it's doing in my head. stuff. Well, I'm not a scientist. I'm it's not an expert. Stuff. I just feel like it's, it's doing stuff. It's making our lives more convenient. It's transmitting stuff, and I'm like, turn that transmitter stuff off. I don't need that beaming around my room when I try and sleep. But again, I said to you, you're like working in a radio yeah, studio, surrounded by the worst things ever. Like, we may as well be working in a nuclear reactor plant yeah, in North Korea right yeah, now. Yeah. We could go do a radio show there. We'd probably be safer. Yeah, you Probably be less bad stuff in the room. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And that makes me uh, very uneasy now coming to work. But you're not the only one, Ben. Oh, really? Since you briefly mentioned that the other day, an influx of calls. Because well, I'm not an expert. I don't know if this is true. I'm just one of those things. Been like, I'm not going to take the risk. I'm just going to turn yeah. it off. There's a, you know... Yeah, there's a very special group of paranoid people like yourself yeah. who also think 9-11 was an inside job. <laughs> no, I don't know about that. <laughs> Kevin, uh, you're also yep. a Wi-Fi turner-offerer. Yeah, I'm a Wi-Fi turner-offerer. I actually used to operate an internet company, but then, so it was quite bad. Um, even the ex wanted to turn the Wi-Fi off. But yeah, the RF signals are bad for you. Neurologically, it's bad on feces. It's worse for children, all RF, RF signals are. Um, but how to actually turn it off when you, you sound pretty lazy, like when you're watching Netflix, you don't want to get out of bed, is you actually just log into your Wi-Fi router, like normally it's like 192.168.1.1, enter your username and password, and then you can actually just turn the Wi-Fi off from your phone with the click of a button. Oh, that's a handy little thing, isn't it? So, the, so you know for a fact these Wi-Fi, uh, Wi-Fi, whatever they're doing, that's bad for you. There's bad news. Oh. Oh, yeah, it is bad news. It is bad news because I've actually, yeah, had my internet company, but now I'm working for the Neurological Foundation of New Zealand. And they've got studies of it as well. And they've got an event coming up on the 5th of July um, that's like called the Brain Game. And they're going to be teaching people about how it's bad for you, our signals, all the other types of things that are bad for you at the same time. Listen, I'm sorry for mocking you, Ben. I I just mercilessly (laughs) mocked you. (laughs) Well, look, I'm not an expert. I was just one of those things. It's just like, I'll just, you know. 
I'd like if um, you want to stop the signal for something, you like wrap your cell phone in tinfoil, and it'll actually stop all reception coming in and out of your cell phone. So no, it's going to be bad for you. Just to look like a full-blown crazy, <laughs> you can wrap your head. You, you can also wrap it, make a tinfoil hat as well. But you can wear every, that around. It's everywhere, though, isn't it? Everywhere you go, there's there's Wi-Fi. You like you look at your phone or you look at a computer, and like five or six Wi-Fi places around just pop up. It's not just the Wi-Fi, it's also the EMS signal, so electromagnetic fields that can actually be bad for you as well. So it's RF, EMS, and yeah, Wi-Fi and all that. It's very hard to avoid, though, unless we all go move to the you know the middle of the country somewhere, right? Oh, yeah, tinfoil, tinfoil sheds will all be right. I'll wear a little tinfoil colander hat, you know. <laughs> Walk around. <laughs> hey, thank you, Kevin. Uh, Interesting good, information, yeah. and I, t- I want to open up this. 0800 The Edge. What else should we be paranoid about in this, the year 2018? Maybe you've oh, got geez. some... In- is this gonna, if you're one of these people like me and you, you want to be able to sleep at night, then maybe this isn't the, the, the segment for you. Uh, 0800 these 3343. What else should we be worried about? This is maybe this conspiracy the theories that you have like mine that maybe yeah. they're not founded or maybe they are founded. I'm excited about this. Okay, give us a call, give us a text. Or maybe don't. <laughs> Jules is with us. Dan's mum, producer Dan's mum. She's got a conspiracy theory. Something else we should be worried about, Jules? Take it away. Yes, I think you should be worried about Dancing with the Stars. Okay. I'm absolutely <laughs> so, disgusted that David's still there and Susie's gone home. Oh, okay, so what do you think? This is a conspiracy or something, Jules? <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. She didn't get enough yeah, votes. I, That's the thing, right? What's the conspiracy, no, though? No, no, Yes, but I mean, it's supposed to be a women dancing competition, for goodness sake. Well, it's a pretty shitty one. <laughs> exactly. If I, exactly. If I wanted to watch a dancing competition, I'd go to a proper dance competition. I'd go watch Step Up or something. I'd go see two two dance crews trying to save the rec centre. Yeah, but he's such a slimmer. Oh, my goodness. Start, mate. So you're not very happy about Dancing with the Stars? Susie, okay. gone. No, I'm not at all. In fact, I'm thinking of not watching it. Thank you. Oh, okay, you'll still watch, though, aren't you, Jules? <laughs> they've lost a viewer in Jules. Okay, thank you, Jules. Thank you very the much. The thing is, they've got another one million viewers, so they're doing okay. Uh, conspiracy theory that they got rid of uh, Susie Cato. Uh, what should we be worried about in 2017? Belinda, you're live. What do you want to say? Oh, it's not something that should be said live, but... <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop you there. Just to yeah. remind you that we're after three o'clock. There's kids driving home. Do you want to continue? Was Jono under the influence? Uh, sorry, was Ben under the influence last night when he was on the project? Because he looked very wired out. <laughs> well, we after each show we do like to <laughs> we do like to hear, don't we? I mean, just I have to supply Ben with some needles and <laughs> no, no. He calls me an enabler, but I do no. it to him. Oh, like I got yeah, there's something you'll see on the TV show this week. I was very freaked out by that. They did something as a bit of a prank. I ended up on the project, and you know, it just kind of blew my mind. So, plus he was very stoned. <laughs> that's, that's okay because you just looked like you were on something last night. Yeah, I didn't know what I was on apart from the project. No, I wasn't expecting <laughs> to be there. <laughs> uh, thank you, Belinda. Had nothing to do with what we're talking about, but appreciate your phone that's call. A conspiracy theory. I, t- I get you. Dan, okay, uh, producer Dan, you've come in with a uh, something we should be worried about in 2018. Yeah, three letters B P A. Oh, those really are the things. bad for you. The really plastic, the plastic thing. Right? Yeah, and it's on receipts as well. So if you go to the supermarket, get a receipt. It's like the stuff that they use it to burn the letters onto the receipts, and if you touch it too much, it like seeps into your pores, Ooh, and uh, can cause horrible, horrible things. What is BPA? 
Oh, don't ask the difficult questions. It's you're the one with plastic and it, yeah. it's, it's like where you see those BPA free things. It's like yeah. they're on plastic stuff. That's the, that's when it's good. The good type. Has and apparently, the, the in, in ten years' time, because they've only just started using this sort of product in the last ten years. In ten years' time, they don't know there's going to be all these different weird types of cancer just because of BPA. They don't know about it yet because we haven't only. Here's a t- cherry start to your okay. chance. Yeah. Here's my one. Here's my one. The government's looking at us through our laptop cameras. Hey, Jacinda, how's it going? I'm <laughs> just waving to our Prime Minister there. Yeah, keep an eye out there. Don't do it. Just careful what you do in front of your laptop camera. Okay. That's my tip to you. <laughs> All right. A friend of mine once told me, you never know what's covered up. Okay. Cover it up for, you know. <laughs> okay. All right, moving on. You never know where moving it's on. going. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. The Edge Safe House. Fed by Burger King. Yes, Guy and Sam are locked in a safe house somewhere in New Zealand. You can win $5,000 by being the first to knock on the door and find them between 7 in the morning and 8 at night. Uh, if you knock on the door and say, is this the Edge safe house, you win that five grand, or you can uh, drop a pin at, at theedge.co.nz and win another five grand that way. So many clues that have been uh, that have been given out from the kidnappers. Uh, Guy and Sam, you're still in the house. Can you give us some of the pivotal clues you think you've received over the last three days? Well, oh. we really don't actually know anymore. The first day we got clues, we could kind of connect them all together, but literally t- yesterday, today's clues have just been an absolute... They've thrown a cat amongst the pigeons. Okay, because you, you thought you were in the Hawke's Bay on day one. Do you still think mm. you're in uh, in Napier, Hawke's Bay region? No idea. The latest clue that we had was a pin is eight kilometres away from the safe house, but we don't know whether that means that that's the closest pin to our safe house or somebody has just has a pin. That's eight kilometres from the safe house. Well, uh, we wanted to play a game with you. We realise you're bored. Three days in the same room. No natural light. You haven't looked out the windows. You don't have any idea where you are. We're going to play a game with you. This is uh, guess what you were doing when you did this. It's a, great, <laughs> it's a okay. working title. Right. I love this game. <laughs> yeah. Guess what you were doing when you did this. <laughs> Guy and Sam, guess what you were doing when you did that? Oh, very Memes. Uh, no, no, that was um, that was us when we were recreating oh. the Horatio CSI scene, and yes, I kept CSI on laughing. Yes, Miami, yes, and Guy couldn't handle well the line that we were about to rip <laughs> off. So. That was, uh, Boom, mid- yeah, that was that there. Midway yeah. through day two. Okay, here's the second one we're playing uh, with Guy and Sam stuck in the Edge Safe House. Guess what you were doing when you were doing this. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Okay. Oh, Is it a minute? One minute. He's not going to laugh. Oh. And, oh. He's you, not. He'll oh. last. He'll last about thirty seconds. Oh. My stomach is almost touching the floor. Jesus, I need to listen. Oh, yeah. One time. Sam, guess what you're doing when you're doing that, guy and Sam. Well, judging from the audio, it's very. Uh, Sounds very sick. You're right. That's very. That's I very think it's been edited for erotic purposes. <laughs> that was when my body was just purely shaking on morning one when I was doing a plank, and that's how I got us the first Thank clue. God, oh, you well said plank. Well, 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 you well guys done. haven't lost your minds as much as I thought you were going. We to. thought we were going to trip you up there. Okay, we'll be talking to you boys in about twenty minutes, so we'll issue you another challenge, which uh, could reveal another clue from the kidnapper. Okay, keep safe, it keep warm, Kia kaha, your Kiwi heroes. Thanks, boys. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Time to look at some big news from a small New Zealand town. Going to mix it up today, Ben. Usually we find the, uh, the the big stories from the small town, but today we're going to phone the small town paper and get them to tell us the big stories from the small town. Okay. We're taking it a bluff. The end of the country. This is the Bluff Beacon, the community newspaper for Bluff.
hello. Is this the Bluff Beacon? It certainly is. The Bluff Beacon, the community newspaper? Yes. Oh, yes, the, one, with the, with the finger on the, finger on the uh, bits of Bluff. Oh, we know all that's going on and what we go through. Sorry, I played the sting a little too early there. Sorry. <laughs> it does, yeah. Uh, sorry, uh, and here we go. Continue on. Yeah, no, we, put, we know all that's going on in Bluff, and, uh, but then sometimes what we don't print's better than what we do. Oh. Gary's still sleeping with Sandra? <laughs> <laughs> and the rest, yeah, all that. Oh, Gary. Oh, Gary, oh, Gary, Gary. gets around, doesn't he? <laughs> what is the big news story in Bluff? Well, the, the big headlines of the past week are, are the um, um, Bluff 2024 Rejuvenation Committee. Um, on another Sorry, you, you just go, Rejuvenation Committee, then I'll play the sting and then you continue on with the story. Here we go. Rejuvenation Committee. Yes, the Bluff 2024 Committee, phase one of the four And what else have we got uh, happening in Bluff? Oh, well, what else have we got? Absolutely everything. The port keeps putting ships in and out. We've we've got schoolboy rugby in full swing. We've been to Bluff. You know what I remember about Bluff? Uh, oysters, wind. No, no. Friendliness. No. No, you tell me. No, you keep guessing. <laughs> <laughs> um, the cold beer at the pubs? No. Give me a clue. Starts with the... The, the people, of course. Yep, the people, you got it. Yep. The people, wonderful hearts. Very special. How much you get a house for in Bluff? Oh, well, you used to be able to get a house for three or $4,000, an older one, but those days are long gone. <laughs> three so, or four grand? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but the, the cheaper ones now started about seventy five, eighty thousand, 80000 and that's if you could get them. Wow. That's about yeah. the Auckland prices, mate. Uh, not quite, not quite. No, it's it's still a wonderful place to buy a house, and and with with the views that we've got here, it's million dollars. Um, you know, it's just fabulous. Or well, seventy five thousand. <laughs> Small change for you, bloke. If we're, if we're putting a price on it, hey, you sound like a lovely lady. Oh, thank you. I'll tell my husband you said that. Yeah, have you done any bad shit in your life? <laughs> Always. Yeah, there we go. Hey, one one other question. Yes. Let's all go out with the Bluff's favourite song. Bluff the Magic Dragon. I don't know dragon. if that's this. Puff the Magic Dragon. <laughs> Live by the sea. And, of course, there's all sorts of connotations to the meaning of that song, and I'm not going to go down that road. Oh, yeah, what's I wrong, heard about what's that. What's wrong with that song? Well, Puff the Magic Dragon was all about the, um, you know, the devil's lettuce. What? Marijuana. What? Yeah, that's apparently <laughs> that's apparently what the song's about. My of dad told it me is. that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, then we we also just figured out all the bad stuff you've done in your life. <laughs> oh whatever. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> oh, you have a lovely day down in Bluff. Thank you. Uh, lovely Bye. to talk to you. We Bye. like to, we like to get people to sign off on our big news to so take us out with your saying. Uh, stay cool. Come to Bluff. John Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Safe House. Fed by Burger King. Now, Guy and Sam are locked at a safe house somewhere in New Zealand. You can win $5,000 by being the first to knock on the door and ask, is this the Edge Safe House? But you can only do that between 7 in the morning and 8 at night. Otherwise, it does not count. And if you can't get there, another $5,000 up for grabs by dropping a pin on the exact location right now at theedge.co.nz. Now, their kidnappers have given them a BK Have It Your Way Challenge. Uh, and Josh is with us on 0800 The Edge. Josh, if they complete this challenge, my friend, you're going to be given the choice to get a critical clue to help you find them, or you can take $100 cold, hard, stinking, sweaty cash, okay, Josh? 
He's he's speechless. He's speechless. He's like, oh, I don't that, want to talk. That, that, that's sensational. Good <laughs> on you, Josh. Sensational. What are you what are you angling towards if they pay, if they complete this challenge? You reckon you're going to go the cash or the clue? Oh, uh, look, I'll be honest. Uh, it's probably bad, but I'll probably go for the cash. Oh, but then you can help out everyone. Yeah, help out oh, look, and Sam too. Well, I've been looking at these clues, and here's where I'm coming from. These clues are bloody hard. So. If I really take the hundred bucks, will I be like, will I not be helping everybody? Because we're never going to get it anyway. Hey, whatever makes you sleep at night, Josh. <laughs> whatever makes you. We're going to cross yeah, yeah, yeah. to uh, Guy and Sam now, guys. Uh, Josh is saying he's going to ca- take the cash if you get the challenge. What is the challenge again? Hello. What is the challenge again, boys? Oh, hello. Hello. We, we haven't been able to hear you this entire time. The challenge is a BK Have It Your Way challenge, and it is a memory test. So what they do, what the kidnapper's going to do, they're going to bring in a platter of Burger King. Then we're going to have to memorise the Burger King, and then they're going to take one item away, bring the plate back, and we have to identify which one was removed. Okay. You see it on the live stream? Yeah, it's on the live stream, edge.co.nz. Okay, the, the King k- Cam. The kidnappers. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> just love getting these. The King Cam. <laughs> Burger King, love it. <laughs> oh, it smells so good. Uh, so uh, the kidnappers are going to tell you whether you've uh, successfully done it or not. Take it away, guys. Okay, they're lowering the tray now. I can't right. sit. I can and smell it. And we will begin our memorising now. Bring it down. Bring it down, team. Okay, what can so you we've got see? a BK chicken. A long chicken. barbecue. A long barbecue. We've got... Chicken, a whopper. Uh, we got, Creamy mayo we got the, the chicken fries. Chicken, oh, chicken there's chicken words next to them. I thought it was just... Barbecue, bacon, double cheeseburger, bomb burger, churros. Churros. Oh my god, Bombega Churros, Barbecue, Double Cheeseburger. Jeez, I tell you what, this is integration at its finest. Oh, it Burger King, <laughs> King Cam, reading out the menu. Right. Okay, you think, okay. You, think, okay. you think you've memorised them all? I think we're, I think uh, we're, we're good. 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 Alright, kidnappers, you may, you may take... Oh, we're, wait, gonna, oh, we're, oh, we're covering our eyes. We're, we're covering our eyes. Okay, so right. now the kidnappers are going to remove an item, then they're going to uh, reveal the items again. Jesus, is exciting. And see if they... take away half a churro, I'm going to be pissed. Okay, here we go. Are we good? Are we good? Okay. They've taken away the bomb burger. Bomb burger's gone. Are they right? The bomb burger's gone. We're correct. Yeah. Yeah. The bomb burger's gone. Well oh, done, Guy and Sam. Oh, oh, I don't eat all of it. Oh, now, of course, Guy and Sam have completed the challenge. Uh, now we go to Josh, who's on the phone on 0800 The Edge. Josh, do you want to get a critical clue to help you and everyone else find a Guy and Sam, or do you want to take $100 cash plus a $50 BK voucher? Oh, it's a real tough call, I'll be honest. Uh, but I'm going to take the cash. Oh, he's going to take the cash, boys. Hey, Josh, what was your favourite fish again? Uh, fish. Yeah. Was it the uh, selfish? Oh, oh I know. Hey, this is how it works. And I understand where Josh is coming from. Yeah, well, you're a tight-ass bed. You uh, would it's understand. It's 100 bucks, And, you know, it's, it's Guy and Sam can suffer a bit longer, I guess. Hey, no, good on you, Josh. I'd take the $100 as well. I'm just trying to look like a good bastard on the radio. <laughs> hey, well done. TheEdge.co.nz. If you want to see the uh, the guys streaming there in the safe house, no clue to be given this out. No, another, another sorry, chance. Boys. Another chance, 7 o'clock tonight with Marty and Steph. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. We just had a call from a listener in need. Tegan, welcome. Hello. You got a problem? You'd like to hear it? Take it away. Yeah, I do. So my partner and I watch Suits Together. It's our thing. We watch it, like, all the time, religiously. It's mine and Ben's thing. (laughs) We like Suits. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) We watch it together. (laughs) Well, take this. The other day, he watched two episodes without me. What a prick. So this is something you guys... Is he angry? Are you married? (laughs) Almost. Oh, Basically. Dear, unengaged. I'm a bit gutted. I'd like, should I? He, you know, he's watching it without me, even though it's our thing. And, but do I have the right to be angry? 
Well, that's a good question because I know, you know, a lot of people, like a lot of couples like watching their shows together. They, you know, sit down together and they feel quite, you can feel quite upset, almost like betrayal if someone goes and watches the show without you. I know, I feel cheated on. Is he? Is he well, well yeah. let's not, uh, we're not talking about his mistress he's got on the side then. <laughs> yeah, who did he watch it with? Have you brought it up with him or, uh, you know, does he think it's a big deal? Well, yeah, I, uh, I sort of was angry and he's like, what? Don't be angry, you can just watch them. And I'm like, but we watch it together. Okay, so Tegan, you're still angry with him? Yes, I am. Okay, I'm going to th- so I'm gonna throw this out. Oh, 800 The Edge. Does Tegan stay angry with her boyfriend? Mm, has she got a right to? Yeah. Or should she let it go? Who is this savage animal <laughs> you're dating? What's his name? <laughs> Am I naming and shaming him? <laughs> oh, you don't have the name and shame. Well, you've already done the shaming. <laughs> she's, got the, she's got the first part too. <laughs> you're halfway there. <laughs> His name's Scott. Oh, <laughs> bloody Scott, eh? Sounds like yeah, it. Scott, Scott, Scott sounds like it. Yeah, 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 such a Scott. Okay, we'll throw it out there. 0800 <laughs> The Edge. Dude, does Tegan, can Tegan get home today and still be angry <laughs> with Scott? You know what, Scott? <laughs> I'm so, I haven't let this go. Yeah, you can sleep on the couch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what should the punishment be? This is good. Can Tegan still be angry at Scott for jumping ahead on suits? Oh, it depends how far in they are. It too. Oh, it depends how far into the series they are? Yeah. I reckon they're season three or four. Oh, definitely angry. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right, fair enough. Cherie's chiming in on this. Three calls to rule them all. So far, it's two from three. She can still still hold a grudge when she gets home. What do you say, Cherie? I reckon, yes, yeah, she should be angry. All right, this would upset you? Oh, definitely. Mm. The punishment? What is a justified punishment? Ooh. Stoning? That's a public I, stoning? I, I... I'm sure she's a clever woman. She can think of something. Mm. All right. Okay. People. Burn his car. I don't know if it's quite that far. She's <laughs> watched two episodes <laughs> of his family. No, she's watched two episodes of Suits. Mm. No, no, she'll think of something. Yeah, cuddle, the, cuddle the bottoms off his chinos. <laughs> okay, all right. Thank oh, yes. Yeah. That's a good cut, one. Cut the, cut the pockets out of his jeans, yeah. yeah. And that's a justified punishment. Thank you, Cherie. There we go. So, well, that's a, let that be a lesson to anyone wanting to jump ahead yeah. on a series they're watching with someone else. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-hmm. Don't do it. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. 2002 Anne-Marie. Great song, that one. Yeah. It's, well, it took me a long while to figure out that Anne-Marie had taken lyrics from popular songs in 2002 and put them into a chorus. Yeah, um, Anne-Marie and Ed Sheeran as well. He's one of the writers of that song. And it went like this, say, oops, I got She, cro- she crowbarred in, what, about half a dozen songs from 2002. Have a listen. These are the songs that she's used. Got 99 problems, baby. Bye, bye, bye. Oh, baby, baby. Doesn't sound quite as good when it's all montaged together. As no, well, that, that was that was obviously the demo they played to her. <laughs> she went, oh, she was like, I don't know about this. Seems like an unusual concept. <laughs> Taking all these other uh, other songs and putting it into one song, but it works really well. And We're, the video as well is also parodies of those songs too, which is quite cool. Jeez, is there a case for plagiarism? No, well, I, I, should, I probably shouldn't be throwing out plagiarism claims. No, 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 yeah. kind of stuff we've ripped off. Hello, uh, Tamish and Andy here from Australia. Hey, guys, how are you? <laughs> Just want to... Uh, no, oh, I don't know where, the, where I'm going. Let's <laughs> roll play, guys. <laughs> hey, mate, if we're going to do... <laughs> well, that was the gag. The gag was, was Hamish and Andy, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but really I, up the conversation. Yeah. How you guys going? <laughs> yeah, we're going... Well, actually, not great. Not great, Producer actually. Dan here. I'll play Andy. You play... Okay. Yeah, well, actually, play. we're going great. The things, you know, the career's never been better. We're yeah. very successful. Yeah, we love it. Love it. <laughs> where are you right now? Right now, we're Sydney. Sydney. 
Absolutely, mate. Yeah, yeah. Right. Corker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. Like, are you guys on the same phone or are you calling? Yeah, well, we share a lot of stuff, mate. We're just bringing it because uh, we're going to accuse you of plagiarism. Yeah. You yeah. and your, your mate, your skinny mate. Yeah, yeah. fair dinkum. Yeah. You are right. That was a bad problem. <laughs> <laughs> we should have pulled out after I went. Ring, ring is home, share. <laughs> yeah, no, that was. That was not, that I can see why. It, it warmed my heart to see you both committing to it, though. <laughs> <laughs> it was not worth it, eh? No, it was worth it for me. <laughs> Just to, and I'm, I'm sure you know, what price do you put, for the, put on that for the listener? Uh, They're in their car yeah, going, um, I think I just witnessed De Niro and Pacino. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where were we? Shit. Oh, yeah, Anne-Marie, 2002. <laughs> Anne-Marie, Anne-Marie, the song, 2002. It uses lyrics from songs in 2002. It's smart, but what we realised is that if we were to do the song, this, if we were to do a similar song, Working in commercial radio, all we know is the lyrics to the commercials that you hear. Yeah, so can we do a better version of Anne-Marie's song featuring only uh, words from uh, well-known New Zealand commercials? You just can't beat the Mad Butcher's meat. Briscoes, you'll never buy better. The warehouse where everyone gets a bargain. Cruising on the interrounder tucks keeps him full of life. Show us your crack, oh no. I'm sorry, Emery. I think we've got a better version of your song. Oh, I don't know if we No have. one tell Emery. <laughs> She'll be disappointed. And you can text us feedback on that, 3343, but more importantly, uh, just some interest. I'm thinking of taking a two-person play around the country. Bobby, <laughs> 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 producer Dan and Ben. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Okay, so, uh, dangerous part of the week. Week, part of the week that makes uh, Benjamin Boyce very nervous. Live DMs. We go live to the phones and uh, anything you want to say. About anything. You can just jump live on the radio and do it. Talk absolute nonsense. Get to live the joy that we get to five days a week. 0800 The Edge. Who have we got here for live DMs? Hiya. Hi, who's this? Millie. Millie, what do you want to say? You're live on the radio. Oh. Um, well, my, um, my friends told me I should ring. They said I'd be perfect for this. Um... I have told my parents that I live in Australia, but I actually live um, in Christchurch because I've got a job and they just wouldn't approve of it. What is the job? Um, They're not into real estate agents. (laughs) Can you say on the radio? Uh, You don't have to. Like, hey, this is you. You've rung us up. You've rung us live, so you know what's going on. But I um, I I work in in a brothel. Okay. Wow. And they think you're in Australia. Yeah. This is scandalous. Is the brothel brothel called Australia? No. (laughs) Work in Australia. (laughs) Wow. Unusual you'd phone us with this information, but I appreciate the honesty. That's what Live DM's all about. Yeah, getting stuff off your chest. Mm, Yes. (laughs) Good on you, Millie. Hey, will you keep doing what you do? Yeah. Yeah, I will. Yeah, good on you. You do you. You do you, yeah. And do your customers as well. (laughs) Okay, Johnny. (laughs) Live DMs is very, yeah. Live live DMs, what do you want to say? G'day, mate. How you doing? My name's Dan, and I just want to give a shout-out to the man, Sean Chalice and Cobra Race Chessies. Good on you, Sean Chalice (laughs) and Cobra Race Chessies. We've never sounded more bogan. That sounds awesome. (laughs) (laughs) The HLO, it's live DMs. G'day. um, I was just talking about... uh, common sense these days. No one has it. It's not very common common sense. 
That's what my dad says. No, 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 it's not, is it? Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you're right. Common That used to be common. Now it's probably not so common. Yeah, well, there we go. There's a thought for everyone to sit on as they're driving home. You're live. Live DMs. What do you want to say? Take it away. Or not. No. Oh, 800 The Edge. You're live on the radio. It's live DMs. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> Okay. All right. I think they speak for us all when yeah, they say yeah, those touching words. Some of the best radio we've done there. <laughs> Live DMs. What do you want to say? Hey, um, I just want to give a shout out to John and Ben. You're the men. Oh, that's very Thank kind. You. Of you. <laughs> you could have ended that sentence in a very different way. <laughs> Live DMs. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. I can't hear anything, sorry. Live DMs. I uh, just wanted to say that I listen to the Edge 24-7 a week. 24-7? That is listening to way too much radio. That's you need all... to get better oh, hobbies. No. Oh, well, I just only got you fellas to listen to. Oh, that's very kind hey, of good you. On you. Uh, hold the line, buddy. Well, um, cheers to Night and Day. We've got a $50 voucher up for grabs uh, every day this week, so we're going to give you one and head to nightanday.co.nz to find a location near you. Hey, hey, Nikki. Your live DMs end this on something scandalous. What do you want to say? Hello. Oh, jeez. Oh, Hello, oh, the edge. Hey, shout out to those big black boys that I insulate with. <laughs> shout out to all of them. And Sam, what do you want to say? Your live DMs, take it away. Hey, uh, what do you call a fat psychic? A fat psychic? Oh, jeez. A fortune teller. A fortune teller. Oh, that is like a fortune teller. Is that what we're ending live teams on? Unfortunately, that's where we end. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. I want to talk to you about a dream. A dream that I've got. Well, I'm here to help make your dreams come true, mate. Like, it's not, like, in the grand scheme of dreams, it's not it's not a great one. Oh, that's my favourite sort of dream. <laughs> Low-level, achievable dream. But it's not achievable, because I've been going to uh, a 24-hour gym, mm. uh, Snap Fitness, for the last couple of years. You go very late at night, too, which it, it, it unnerves me. You're, you're in the like, gym at, like, 11.30, 12 o'clock at night. Yeah, so, yeah, sometimes I do. At the end of the day, I like to go to, you know, like, most nights try to go to the gym. At the end of the day... Most people like to sleep. <laughs> ben likes to go and get a full blood, full cardio blast. <laughs> go to the gym. And people look at me and like, you go to the gym, really? Yeah. Do you lift? And I'm like, well, yeah, but not much. He lifts the swipe card to get into the gym. <laughs> it's also very heavy. Yeah. Uh, so I go to the gym. And because, when do you sleep? What time do you go to bed? Oh, it depends. It depends. What, like one o'clock? Uh, no, after, about midnight, probably. You're probably a midnight gonna, sleeper. Yeah, probably. Yeah. You know. yeah. um, do you have to shower after the gym? Yeah. Yeah, Does it take you a while to unwind after going to the gym? No, but I find the gym's quite good for unwinding for me. Like right. It's like, it helps me to stop thinking about the, my annoying workmate that's quite bored and annoying. Oh, gee, I hate Greg <laughs> from accounts. He's yeah, really been getting on top of me. Definitely talking about Greg. Uh, but one of the things that I've uh, noticed because I go to the gym late at night is, you know, there's not as many people at the gym late at night because it's not like the prime time gym hours. Well, there are other people in the gym at this time. Yeah, but I've always... What, what other psychopaths <laughs> are working quite, at there's quite, Often there's quite a few. Like, really? I've got in on like some nights. I'm like, oh, it's a Friday night, it's Saturday night. I'm like, oh, I just go to the gym. I'll go. So yeah. at eleven o'clock on a Friday night, you'll go to the gym. Well, no, maybe a bit early. It might go nine or ten on a Friday you night. Treat yourself. On what it is. Okay. Uh, the other day, I went after the I watched the All Blacks game. I was like, oh, I feel like going to the gym. I went to the gym on a Saturday night. <laughs> Saturday night. Did you? And there was a lot of people in the gym. And I, but my well, this kind of annoys me because this is why they shouldn't have twenty four hour gyms. <laughs> I want I want to be for once just the only person in the gym, and so it's like a very low level dream 
for many people, but for me, it's like now I want to be the only person in a 24-hour so job. Is that what you're striving that's for? That's what I'm striving for. I just don't know. Like, am I going to have to wake up at like 2 in the morning and go along to it? Or do you think there's one night I might, at, at 10, 11 o'clock, I might be the only one? With this gym schedule, you're slowly turning into Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but you don't have all of the benefits <laughs> no. of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Because he doesn't sleep either. He just he goes to the gym at like 3 in the morning, right, and works out for like two hours. <laughs> what is wrong with people? <laughs> oh, well, let's call, I'll call the gym for you and see when there is no one in there. There's yeah, 24 hours. Nice. Like oh. one, time, one time there was one guy in there, and I was like, oh, this is it. This is it. He's going to leave. But then another person came in before he oh, did. The numbers <laughs> added. The numbers <laughs> yeah. keep building. Okay, yeah. we'll call the gym, see when it's at its quiet time, and see if you can actually fulfill this low-level dream. Hello, Stanford. This is Evan Doe speaking with Mitchell. Mitchell, John O'Ben from John O'Ben and Sharon, your favourite radio show. How are you going? Reason we're calling, Ben has a low-level dream he'd like to achieve and it involves your gym. Oh, talk to me. So I go to the gym, uh, you know, like four or five times a week. I go like at 10, 11 at night usually. And freezes, yeah. And I want to be the only one that in the gym. Like, but there's okay. always there's always people in the gym. Like one day it's my dream to be the only one in the 24-hour gym. But I'm like, is there a time I need to come in one day? We had... 12.44 a.m. And then what? We had, then we had 3.05 a.m. So there's your window. Oh, so there's a window sometime between potentially like 1.30 and 2.30. Yeah. But, uh, that's, but is that the 12.44, are they getting in then or are they leaving then? No, nah, they're getting in, so they're swiping their card then. Oh, yeah. So um, he, they, well, yeah maybe 1.30, maybe 2 o'clock. Yeah, 3 o'clock, 4, 4, yeah, kind of 4. 5 o'clock kind of starts to pick up. Yeah, you poke from 5. Okay, two, okay. To, 2 to 3 in the morning. That's what we're talking about. I've got to do that one day. Um, but, I mean, honestly, if you come in during the afternoon, we're, we're quiet at. Like, there's sometimes things where there's just the three PTs here, and it's it's, it's fairly awkward. Like, it's a good <laughs> okay. I've got this annoying radio show that I do between three and seven. Uh, oh, yeah, there you go, yeah. <laughs> Remember, it was your favourite radio show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good on you, Mitchell. Thank you for your time. No worries, mate. Cheers. All the best. There you go, Ben. Two o'clock in the morning. Okay. I want to get you. I oh, want you up. I want you to take a photo. Oh, I want you to post it at that time. Okay, the only one in the gym. The only one in set fitness. John O'Ben and Sharon. The Edge.